Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insight from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini National Level Competitor, WBFF Pro Fitness Model, and Posing Coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week, we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real-life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation. Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Savannah, and this is my weekly mindset, motivation, and amateur bikini bodybuilding podcast, and it's your favorite podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe, y'all. Subscribe. 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 It, it does. It's literally free. It does not do anything. It just will, like, give you a little notification if you have your, like, iPhone notifications on. When there's a new episode, it'll just boop right down and it'll just be like, hey, your girl Sab posted a new episode. Why don't you listen to it during cardio? And it helps me out, man. Let's grow this podcast. Let's do better episodes. Let's get more guests on. Um, As always, you guys, it's been a while since I've gotten some interviews scheduled. Um, And that's because, you know, it's the listeners that need to reach out to me. I want people that are actively listening to my podcast to come on. And that's you. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I would love to come on. Okay, let's do it. Slide into the DMs, pitch your episode to me, and we'll get you scheduled. I just like to talk to other amateurs because I feel like there's just so much knowledge from that fresh experience. You're coming to the world of bodybuilding with fresh eyes, and I love the hunger that new competitors have. Um, I think sometimes that gets lost if you've been chasing a goal for a long time. Sometimes we forget what it's like to have that hunger, to have that energy of, you know, the excitement of a first show. So that's why I love talking to new competitors because it helps me get more motivated and inspired. All right, guys, um, let me just give you a recap. Um, it's been a little while since I've done a recap. So I want to recap the all women's seminar that I attended and just a couple of tips that I definitely would like to share with those of you that were not able to attend. Pretty much my life is crazy and I love it and I'm so happy, but um, let's dive into that and then I'll do some prep updates. And then at the very end, I'll talk about this week's episode is actually called, um, I don't know exactly the title of it, it's going to be something catchy, but it's going to be talking about energy, energy budgeting. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. So let's do updates first. So updates, um, last week I posted an episode called Champions Mindset. Um, that was, I mean, all my episodes are real raw and unscripted. And sometimes I just talk off the tip of my tongue of like, what's what I'm actually thinking and experiencing during that specific week of my journey. Right now I'm currently in my cutting dieting phase of prep. Um, you know, so it's a new experience. It's been a long time since I've been in prep. I took a whole entire year off in 2021 and now it's 2022 and we are eight weeks out this week, eight weeks and like four or five days. I am competing at the Jay Cutler Desert Classic. And I told you guys I was going to wait to book everything until I was like closer to the show. But 
being a planner, I can't, I can't not do it. So I went and I did the damn thing. I fucking signed up for my show. Why? Because at the all women's seminar, we got to hear from some promoters and they said, if you can sign up for a show early, it helps the promoters get an idea of how many athletes are attending their show. And that helps them for goodie bags, for registration and all different things. And, you know, I am a planner. Um, I would love to be a promoter one day and I just want to help out the promoters in the industry. So if I can, you know, sign up a couple weeks earlier than I would like to, and that helps them, whatever, it's all good. So that's just kind of a, a side note of as long as you know, you're going to be ready, sign up for your show. If there's any doubt in your mind, wait, but if you could help a promoter out and sign up for shows early, that's, that's how they get a head count. That's how they understand how many tickets can they sell? How many rooms do they block out? How many like freebies do they get for goodie bags and all that kind of things. Um, but so I went to the all women seminar, not this weekend. I think last weekend was January 27, 28, something like that. Um, but during that experience, I had the luxury of getting to work with Ashley Coltwasser. Um, I flew out a couple days early and we, for, um, I worked for Animal Competition Bikinis and when uh, I was going there because we wanted to shoot some content for you guys. So I am um, Ashley, seasoned athlete. Obviously, if you guys don't know who she is, she's the OG bikini queen, three-time Miss Bikini Olympia. So she's been best in the world three times. And then currently, as of 2021, she has been ranked third in the world and working towards that fourth Mrs. Bikini Olympia title. And she's just on a hot streak. And it's so, it was more, that this that past weekend was more valuable than anything I could ever imagine. And here's why, because I got a firsthand see what a top level athlete looks like, acts like, thinks like during literally her peak week. I didn't even know it was her peak week first off. And guess what? She didn't announce it. She didn't make it a big deal. She went about her day with a smile. There was no complaints about being on low carbs or low macros or low energy. There was nothing. She was just positive, happy, fun, like literally amazing. The kindest person I know ever. So kind. She made sure that I was taken care of. You know, she was like, Hey, I want to make sure, you know, you're on my team. I want to make sure you're taken care of, you know, like we're teammates. We got to make sure, you know, you're on your prep. She knew I was on prep. She's like, let's get your meals. Let's get all their stuff. Let's get your cardio out of the way. Let's make sure you have time to work out. It was just amazing. And I didn't even know she was in peak week until like a day or so before. Cause I was like casually asking like, Hey, you know, when's your next show? She's like, Oh yeah. Like next weekend. I'm like, what, what, this is your peak week. So it's that, that's one thing. It's like a lot of us amateurs just complain and we just really make a big deal of like, I'm on prep, I'm on prep, I'm on prep, I'm on dieting, I'm on da da da. And literally Ashley's been doing for so long. She didn't even weigh her food out. Number one, I thought this was weird. When I heard that she didn't weigh out her food, I did not believe it, but here's why it makes sense. A lot of her food is pre-packaged in meal prep containers by meal prep companies. With that being said, those things are pre-weighed out. So if you are not someone who wants to weigh your food, just the meal prep companies, they already weigh it out for you. So it's kind of like a serving, two servings, and you know. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. She's just been doing it for long enough. She understands like, what her body needs. And honestly, I think I'll probably eventually get to that point. I can spot, I can spot a piece of chicken and be like, 
four ounces. I can literally hold it in my hand and be like, mm, five ounces because I've been doing it for so long. So I, I definitely see there, but just for peace of mind, I like to personally weigh it out. It gives me very, a lot of satisfaction when my scale like zeros out and I hit the exact ounceage. It just personally just makes me feel very good. Um, and then one thing too was just like energy, energy, energy. Just she had energy, even if she didn't have it, she faked it very, very well. Um, and, and she didn't make it a big deal. Like it was not a big deal. It was literally uh, just another weekend, just another weekend because it is. And that's what it should be. It should feel no different from one week of prep to the next. Yes. There's a little bit more anxiety, the closer that you get to the show. But if you have like the, the casualness and the comfortability, I think that comes with experience and also with proper preparation, the athletes, that are worried, anxious, nervous for the show are probably fucking up somewhere. And here's what I mean. You know what? If you did everything in your heart and plan and desire, there should be not an ounce of stress on you at all. You had a plan, you followed it. I think the disconnect from your plan to like the stress, stress, stressness is like when you're not following your plan. When you're feeling that guilt of, oh gosh, you know, I went off my macros or, uh, you know, I wasn't able to push hard and you just don't feel confident in your preparation, then that is where that show day anxiety and stress comes in. So really be conscious of how you're feeling and how you're preparing for your show and realize like show day is another day. At show day, even at peak week, there's nothing you can do to add muscle on that last day. So when you get to your show day, that is just a day to have fun. I look forward to show day because I love getting glams. I love taking pictures. I love all of like the things. I love just the smell of a spray tan. I love backstage. I love the energy. I do love the adrenaline rush of being ready to go on stage. I love that whole day. But this, this prep feels different for me. I do feel a little more calm. I'm really not trying to overcomplicate it because it's not a rush this time. I'm really not rushing the process because what is there to rush? I am 26 years old and I literally have my entire life to become a pro athlete. So there's no timeline. It's like, if it happens this year, that's fucking badass. Good for me, which I really hope it does. I'm going to really try hard. But if it doesn't, does that mean I'm going to quit? No. Does that mean I'm going to stop? eating healthy and, and, and working out? No, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, if, if you don't get it, you keep going. If you do get it, you keep going. Literally, even if you're getting your pro card this weekend and you just earned it, nothing changes. Y'all, I hate to break it to you, but it's just another weekend. There is not going to be a different feeling. And I've heard this from a lot of athletes. It's kind of a letdown. It's like you achieved this goal and now you're at the bottom of the totem pole. And so suddenly, yeah, you got it. But now everybody else is going to be asking you, what's next? What's next? And, you know, that's what I ask myself all the time. What's next? And because I don't think I'm ever going to be satisfied in my physique. I was really thinking about this the other day. I was like, huh, have I ever been like truly satisfied with like my physique? And I don't think so because I know that it can always be better. And you should too. And that's what I absolutely love this sport so much is because 
there is always another level. You can always take your conditioning to another level. The sport itself evolves from year to year, from show to show. And it's just so much fun because you cannot get good at it. You really can't. It is, you're always, you always have to just be open-minded for how you train. My, like my body has changed and I've adapted to certain training styles that I used to do back when I started prep. I used to do uh, macros and I used to do um, like barely any cardio. And now, you know, I'm incorporating a ton more cardio. I'm training. I used to only train five days a week and now I'm training six days a week. Um, I actually went to the gym seventh day is like a touch up day. I just want it more. And I just understand, I think I'm, I'm like really grateful that I've been to nationals before and that I have an idea of what it feels like to be eight weeks out from a national show of what it feels like to be six weeks. And so like now I'm like, okay, you know, I actually feel on track. I'm not scared. I know it's, it's a process. A lot of changes happen at the end. You just like keep going, keep pushing and having kind of like let go of some of that stress of like, am I going to be ready? Am I going to be ready? And just like trusting myself and my prep and my coach and my process. It's like, yes, I will be ready. My coach will not let me not be ready. And if I work as hard as I am working, I'm not going to let me not be ready. Like my body might do something different than we want. And that's a different story. But you know what? Like the work ethic that you put in the gym, the effort that you put in your lifts, the effort that you put towards your cardio, you're tracking your steps, your, your macros, you're, you're hitting all of your things. Like how could you not see progress, right? There's no stress. There's no stress if you are actually following your plan. If the stress comes in when you're not following your plan. And so, you know, a lot of us will try to suppress things when we're not following the plan. When you take a bite of food and you don't track it, that's when you start to get that mental anxiety that eats away at you at night, right? Just don't do it and you'll sleep good. I sleep like a baby every night, most of the time. I'm starting to get to the point in prep where I do get hungry and it's hard to sleep. But, you know, for a few hours a night, I'm, I'm crashed. I'm cashed. I work out so hard that I pass out and then I wake up, you know, two or three times a night to go to the bathroom. But that's a different story. But anyway, so all women's seminar recap, um, me and my um, other half at ECB, Deb, are going to be actually recording a podcast about this. So I'm not going to touch in depth. Um, we are going to do a podcast this week and then it will get posted on Angel Hoffman Bikini's new podcast called Angel Talk. You can find it here on iTunes, Spotify and other like podcast sites. Um, yeah, so I'm helping run that podcast. It's called Angel Talk. Um, it's just the same thing. You know, it's to help competitors. We're going to use sponsored athletes and then anything that you guys want to hear, um, that's going to be on there. So I will do a, like a full recap there. But the biggest takeaway that I had was posing, posing and, um, posing and how you carry yourself in this industry goes a long way. So I got to I, literally was sitting front row at the seminar because I'm, I wanted to sit front row and I, I wanted to make sure I got all the information and it was headed by like pretty much every Olympian, every, almost every Miss Bikini Olympia ever, ever. So literally sitting in front of me for an entire eight hours was Jennifer Dory, reigning Miss Bikini Olympia, Janet Leigh-Yug, uh, another Miss Bikini Olympia, uh, Ashley Coltwasser, three-time Miss Bikini Olympia, Laura Lee Chapados, Hopefully current Miss, like, 2022 Miss Bikini Olympia or future Miss Bikini Olympia. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just watching. I'm, I'm very observant. So I was just watching and observing their behaviors and, like, how they carried themselves. When these girls walk in, they have their hair and makeup so pretty. They're just so, like, they're stunning. And they're pulled together 
and they are professionals. They all have their water with them. They all have their supplements in their bags. They have timers on their phones for when they need to eat so they can step out from the seminar to go eat. They just looked very professional. And that's the only way I can put it. It's it. You could evidently tell that these were not amateurs. Like their hair looked nice. Their nails were done. They're tanned. They look how you would want some of your top athletes in the sport to look like. And appearance is not everything, but technically in the sport it is. So how you carry yourself in front of others is something that I've really kind of starting to understand. Um, in my own life, I don't wear makeup. I don't do my hair. I literally throw it up. I wear sweats. I wear leggings, which is fine. It's just, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm a have the behaviors and mannerisms of a professional athlete yet and I'm going to change that that's one thing you know and it's how how you speak you speak with intelligence you speak confidently it just it it just shows in everything that you do how you do anything is how you do everything and I really really at that seminar it was more you could just tell that these ladies work so confident in themselves, even if, you know, they might have bad days or whatever, but it just, it was evident that they were proud of their hard work. And that was just simply from body language, the way they were posing with other athletes and pictures. It was just so inspiring to me. I'm like, I want to get to that level. I was like, I just need to, you know, take care of myself. You know, there's been days for the gym. I don't immediately wash my face after a workout. And I let it go by the entire day. You know, I'll get some blemishes. I don't think about it. It's just putting a little effort into your appearance goes a long way, especially if you're trying to be a professional. You have to live and breathe like one. And so those are just some of the little things that I noticed. And then posing, 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 posing. Posing. I got to watch all of them pose in person. And one thing, it didn't even look hard. It, they made it look so fun, so fluid. I literally couldn't take my eyes off them. They were captivating. Their motions were fluid. It was well-practiced. It didn't look like they were thinking. They were performing. They had practiced so much, it became a performance instead of a hit my front pose. You could, you could, like, you could literally tell that they, they weren't thinking about where their hand is and tweaking the shoulder and pulling it back. And I feel like right now, I kind of have that squeaky posing where I'm like front post, hit hard, hit hard. And then I'm like, suck my abs in, push my glutes, stand tall. And I'm, I'm thinking about it so much. It needs to get to the point where it's so automatic that your body just hits it and you know you're hitting it. Just rep and rep and rep and rep and rep and rep and rep until that fluidity of practice just comes naturally. I think a lot of my posing is start, stop. It's not one fluid performance. And so I've been really practicing my posing and trying to elevate it and take it to, you know, a professional status. And I think that is, that is the biggest thing that sets an amateur from a pro apart is overall stage presence. And yeah, literally, 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 
You could have a pro physique in an amateur league, but if your posing sucked, you will get beat nine times out of ten. Literally. Posing wins shows. It just does. The human eye, and we like to look at things that look pretty. I like to look at movement that just pulls you in. I like to look at motion that is just like, wow, like how she's moving her body is in such an amazing way and her shapes. And you just, you just look at them and you're like, holy cow. Like you almost forget that they're showing off. Like you forget that it's, it's hard, that it hurts, that the lower back is arching and they're pushing and pulling. They just make it look so effortless. There's no pain on their face. It's just a smile and, you know, hair flips. It's like every little hand motion, everything has been calculated over and over and over and over and over again to the point of perfection. And so I think that's one thing you guys should take away from even this episode is just start practicing your posing now more than you ever have. Literally just do it. You don't want to get on stage and they you have the physique and then the worst thing that you could do is your posing was lacking. That feedback is a stab to the heart because if you know you could have practiced more and you get feedback that is controllable, controllable feedback is your overall suit color, tanning, hair, makeup, and posing. Those are all controllables. Your physique to a point, but a lot of that's on your coach. So if, if you're getting feedback on your posing, you know, it's, that is, you need to take Take ownership of it, put in the work, put in the reps, just like you rep out your workouts, rep out your posing every single day. And I hadn't, I, I mean, I did know how much important it was, but then the, seeing their level in person was just what I needed to like really push myself into a more consistent practicing routine in heels and a suit and just doing it. Um, yeah, so that was like very eye opening. And then what else is I gonna tell you? Okay, so my personal prep, uh, just quick little updates. Uh, like I said, eight weeks out. Uh, if I get top two, then I'm going to nationals and I'm gonna do junior USAs and hopefully all of the national shows this year, depending feedback. As you guys know, I'm taking it show by show. Um, and then what else is different? I'm still on. I'm. I'm. I'm my check in is today, so I will get some changes, but I'm on four times a week of 40 minutes in the Sarah master. We're trying to hit about seven to 10,000 steps a day. So I'm starting to track my steps. I do abs about five to six days a week of just like some like light abs. And then, um, I train six days a week. So three lower body sessions with glute hamstring focused, two shoulder days in a back day that has not changed. It probably won't until I grow my, my muscles. Um, as far as the routine goes, macros wise, I have two high days. So two high carb days for my leg days, normally like Monday, Wednesday, and then the rest of it, I have low carb days. Um, so my calories, I don't even know. They're maybe 13, 14. I don't know. They're probably going to get cut today. Maybe not. Um, I'm thinking I might get a cardio increase. It's just getting close. So yeah, that is what's going on in my prep. Um, yeah, I've just been really trying to be strategic for everything that I do and have a plan and a strategy. And I'm not as worried this year. I'm just trying to be more casual and say yes to a lot of things and stay active in my prep and not just like sit at home. Just like, you know, I am so busy at work and planning and we have our fashion show and we're going to the Arnold and I just have so many things that I'm planning and photo shoots and 
all of that stuff. It's just so good for my mind just to stay busy because then I don't have time to think about hunger and stuff like that. Um, so I would just encourage you just like keep staying busy, keep going to events, keep doing things like that. Um, it's really beneficial. And then the last thing I was going to briefly touch on is just energy budgeting. Um, you're going to get to a point in prep. I'm not sure when that will be for you, but you're going to hit an energy roadblock where you are starting to feel the effects of the hunger and it's going to affect your brain power and your energy levels. And it starts to really, you know, it does affect your performance at work a little bit. I feel like right now I am noticing I'm a little more forgetful. So I do make note of that. And so I need to write things down or put timers on my phone because I will lose track of time. I will lose track of different tasks that I'm supposed to do because my brain is in 10 places at once. I'm thinking about prep, cardio, diet, training, work, suits, my sponsored athletes. Uh, I'm always thinking about everything all the time. And so it's just nice, like make it so easy on yourself that you don't have to think about anything. Literally set timers on your phone for when you need to eat and take your supplements, when you need to go to bed, when you need to wash your face, when you need to uh, skincare, uh, set a reminder. If you need to tan, if you need to exfoliate your skin, um, if you need to do a hair treatment, if you need to get a hair appointment, if you need to get a haircut, plan it ahead when you have the energy. So later on in your prep, you are saving your yourself a lot of time. What this looks like is planning your meals ahead. I always will have food prepped. I don't like making food fresh anymore. I used to, if you guys listened back in back a few months ago, I was making it fresh like every night and every morning because I had great energy and high macros. Now it is all about convenience and time. When I'm hungry, I need to pop it in the microwave two minutes, three minutes, whatever, and eat quickly. And I just need to fuel myself. Um, I've also been trying to just like hit my water, set set so many timers on my phone that it's buzzing all day. I cannot possibly miss anything if I'm just so prepared. And so it's been so nice, but I am starting to feel the effects a little bit, but I'm trying not to like let it let it affect me and stay positive. And so just realize that you are on an energy budget, just like a macro budget towards the end of your prep. So high priority tasks need to get done at the beginning of the day when your energy is the highest, because slowly throughout the end of the day, it is going to get harder and harder as you go on and prep. That is all I have for you guys. I love you so much. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Let me know what you guys want to hear in the next episode. Love you so much. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.